And I feel like the part of my life that was a secret is now closed. For I can now. close the closet door. There are no more skeletons in there. And I'm as free as the wind that's blowing out on this beach. You took the first flight there. It was a long drive. Smell like cigarettes and Adderall and making fire. You took the first flight home. It was a long drive. Still taste the cigarettes and Adderall and making fire. Now you come back with a new persona. Not much, yeah. man. Just out here working and chilling. Yeah. You had yeah. a photo shoot today or? Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, but definitely am glad just to be in a calm space. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> there <aren't> people <laughs> running around. Oh, yeah. Yes. Putting makeup on your face. Yes. And, yeah. All that stuff. Do you like uh, doing photo shoots or is it kind of like? Um, I love doing photo shoots. Do that's actually, good. it makes me feel like I can channel my inner like Sasha Fierce, yes, Tyra awesome. Banks, Naomi Campbell. Yes. You know, but we it, were rooting for you. <laughs> we were all rooting for you, Tiffany. <laughs> but yeah, it does get a little bit like strenuous when it's just yeah. it goes on and on and on. You know, totally. Mm-hmm. How long was this one? Um, I think I was there for about three hours. Yeah, that's long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like like getting dressed up and you know mm-hmm. looking cool, but. I I get very uncomfortable in photo shoots. Yes. I have to like my camera like whoever's taking the picture has to be like relax. Like, yes, you look so unhappy. And I can relate. Intense, yeah. Not intense, but maybe intense. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> maybe sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so good to meet you in yeah, person. You this is the first um guest I've had that I'm literally meeting for the first time. Oh, I love it. On mic, we're getting authentic energy. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Right. <laughs> yes. So I yeah I found out about your music because of christian brockman your manager we love christian we love christian um he and i did tt together oh yes oh tt right bonzi for life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and yeah i was writing for this thing called good music all day that's like no longer a thing which is a bummer that is such a bummer yeah but i like got a anonymous tip to be like go save your articles so i'm glad i saved this one yes also thank you so much yeah. for the write-up you did on pink like i really really appreciate that it was yeah. so awesome good well i was gonna say like you know he sent it to me and i was like yeah sure you know mm-hmm. um and i was actually i think i was at the youtube space in new york because my mm-hmm. sister's in a group and they get to use it and and i was like oh, i'll start working on this and i started listening to it and i was mm-hmm. like holy shit i love this oh wow thank you <laughs> like thank i was you. kind of like w- w- prepared to kind of like do work and i was like no i like enjoyed like getting to do it it was awesome oh, that's amazing yeah. thank you so much for that mm-hmm. well cool well tell me about you know your origin story 
My origin know? story. Gosh, it's a boring one, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just I'm from Hoover, Alabama, right yep. outside of Birmingham. Hoover. Yes. Wow. Go Bucks. Yes, go um, Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I've just been singing and um, performing since I can remember. Yeah. Um, so I, I think my earliest memory of singing or performing in any capacity is like I was three years old in church. Yes. Just like doing one of those old church plays, but couldn't stop it since then. Um, I grew up listening to lots of Jackson's Five, yes. Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye. There was always music in my house. Yeah. Always music in my house, which is something I'm super grateful for now. Back in the day, I was just like, oh, this is fun. But now I'm like, oh, wow, these are actually like, this taught me lessons about how to make music. Totally. Um, so, yeah, I came to Nashville in 2014 um, for college, and I've just been writing songs and yeah. doing what I can do. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, how was it growing up in Alabama? I mean, that's a tiny mm-hmm. town, right? Gosh, Alabama is <laughs> a different world. I, I I love love me my home state. I love my home state. Yeah, but um, it was difficult. It was mm-hmm. difficult. I had a hard time sort of fi- figuring out what my identity was and what I could contribute to um the world totally. in a space like that because it's just so detached from um our world like the world of media and creativity and just like wildness yes it's just so far removed from that right but I, I mean i loved loved growing up there it's beautiful and my family has always been very supportive so it's awesome yeah yeah it's funny i i'm from fort worth which is not like a small town but mm-hmm. it's like you know less in touch with the rest of the world right as Nashville. I mean, so i can't even imagine mm-hmm. even an actual small town i mean texas is its own country right okay. exactly <laughs> we need to secede 2020 or whatever yes. literally guys in my high school had those like bumper stickers on that, were, that like, is secede. hilarious i'm like we are big enough to secede but <laughs> that's facts <laughs> yeah that's a whole fact but i don't want to live there for a country <laughs> <Right>. no <laughs> that's terrifying oh, that's very scary to think yeah. about <laughs> <laughs> glad we got out of there <laughs> right <laughs> absolutely oh man so so you come to Belmont, mm-hmm. and what did you study at Belmont? I studied commercial music with an emphasis in voice, so commercial voice. Yes. Yes. How mm-hmm. was that? Um, I loved it. Cool. I loved it. Um, it, it was such a culture shock for me just because I, I wasn't expecting for there to be as many, I don't know, like really intensely devoted and invested um, artists. Yes. I figured I was going to be going to music school. So right. like, you know, it's going to be like people who do classical stuff. And right. But um, I was just so pleasantly surprised that there were people who were just really about the craft of it. And yeah. people who wanted to, um, our goals lined up, you know. Um, totally. It was much easier to find my tribe in college than it would have been had I gone to like state school or yes. something like that. You right. know? So I was really thankful for Belmont in, in that regard. Belmont's mm-hmm. very unique in that way. Mm-hmm. For sure. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we're all weirdos we're all weirdos <laughs> all yep. we all found each other <laughs> yes i love it well i'm glad you had a good experience because mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people drop that program or you know mm-hmm. just get burnt out and stuff and absolutely I'm glad that you pers- persevered uh, to an extent yeah kinda. <laughs> yeah did you <laughs> stay with it all the way or did you i stayed with it all the way but yeah i um i did not finish um just because it got to a place where i was just doing a lot of work um, just writing with with the different publishers and labels around town and stuff, and I just found it really really hard to reconcile that with schoolwork, which is supposed to be serving me towards the goal that I'm already sort of living out. Yes. So it's just like, well, I, I was cool. I was like, you know right. what? I think I got, I got this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got what I needed. Thank y'all, but I, I got a piece. Yes, I know. I mean, it's like when I tell people um, at home, like I had a 
few close friends like drop out and stuff and they're mm-hmm. like oh, like they dropped out of college right. and i'm like at belmont it's kind of like a smart move <laughs> right honestly. it's like if you didn't drop out like yeah like what were you doing what's going on yeah i know right. i could have even graduated early and i was like mm-hmm. i'm scared so i stayed <laughs> like i just don't want to be an adult yet. i don't want to yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i still don't you know same same <laughs> right. oh my gosh how old are you are i'm you? 23 23 okay. mm-hmm. i'm 25 mm-hmm. we youngins we youngins we we think we're old but we're not none of us are yeah like i speak to so many people in our age range and i think we all believe that we are old yes like we believe we are elderly like we're about to have <laughs> we to start claiming yeah. <laughs> yes like social security checks like yeah. we are so far from that and that I don't know this new climate that we're in that's just sort yeah. of like go 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 it, it it makes it really hard to just sit in a moment and be content exactly you know yeah yeah I feel that I was talking about um Instagram last night with people and we were because apparently they're testing like not showing likes anymore which mm. would be kind of cool that would be cool and we were just talking about its association with like mental health and mm-hmm. like just every time I go on there, I feel like shit. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. It's such a real thing. Right. Such a real and as thing. a musician, like mm-hmm. you see someone do something and you're like, oh, I should be doing, yes. I shouldn't be sitting mm-hmm. on the couch watching one episode of TV. Exactly. In between all the other shit that I did today. Like, oh my gosh. That is such a real thing. Like it, the, so the likes and the comments, it's all like currency for us. Exactly. It's, it's like, I don't know, it, but it, it definitely does sort of put that, weight on you like just when you're when you think you're decompressing when you think you're just gonna sit down and chill for a minute you are reminded immediately yeah when you open up your phone that oh my gosh there's like a world out there and i'm not seizing the opportunity right about seizing like, every moment like what like <laughs> calm know. down like chill out <laughs> chill. we're like, doing fine drink your coffee like it's gonna be okay <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah so how how has this post-college phase been has it been mm. well i guess you've been kind of post for a few more years than just one but it's been like a year and like five months okay. now yeah. yeah so still pretty mm-hmm. fresh still, it still feels fresh i still feel like i just got out of college yeah. um but it's been good it's yeah. been good i mean it's been rocky as any post-college journey probably will be but it's been great like i, I feel like i've made some of my best art in this time um yeah I, i'm awesome. thankful for this this past year and a half good mm-hmm. yeah it's like it's it's a messy season but it also is a very like giving season at the same absolutely. time absolutely yeah absolutely and a, and a time to really focus on yourself because it's like mm-hmm. yes you are still going 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 but like you really rely on yourself and learning about you know all your patterns and yes. all your <laughs> yeah. oh my the self-discovery that happens because i i found that i've sp- i spend way more time by myself than i anticipated i would yeah like whenever i envisioned adulthood as a child i was just like i'm always going to be out and about there's gonna be a billion <laughs> people around me all the time right and it's there's a lot more solitude to it yeah there than, really is. um anyone ever sells to you like I, i'm always so shocked at when i when i have this extended periods of time where i'm just like by myself and i don't really mind it yeah because there was yeah. a time where i would have been like oh my gosh everyone hates me i have no friends but right. i'm like no i want to be alone yes like it's, that is the good thing mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. yeah i keep focusing on the negatives and i'm like no it's cool that you know, it's cool now to like go to a movie by yourself yes. or like be in mm-hmm. bed by nine and reading a book. Like nothing wrong with in it. college. It was like you sleep when you're dead. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I literally yes. when I graduated, someone was talking to me about it and I was like, you know, I am really sad. I'm going to miss all my friends, but I'm just excited for like to just be an old person yes. and like you know knit a sweater i mean i don't knit but i mean figuratively knit a sweater yes figuratively yes. <laughs> exactly. we're all just be over here figuratively knitting right just figuratively <laughs> <knitting>. <laughs> yeah but i mean i feel that it's yeah. just it's 
especially when um you're in art school like uh, belmont is essentially i'm gonna always refer to it as art school yes it's like art school. there's a lot of big personalities and everyone yeah. is in your face so you could be hanging out with two people and they could feel like you're hanging out with 10 <laughs> so it's so just true. like you need that buffer period to say okay okay i need my space who am i yes like what what, what do i do without these people yes, yes. absolutely for sure mm-hmm. so did you write the songs on pink when you were in college or post or when was that I'm pretty sure all those were while I was still in college. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. And yeah, tell me about kind of some of the most important songs to you and the process of writing them and the kind of the inspiration. Gosh, that is hard. (laughs) It's a big question. You can take a while and we can just edit out them. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Because I'm going to, I got to think. Right. Um, I was going to send you questions ahead of time, and then I just... I, I like this energy. Good. Okay, just like cool. Just rolling with it. I like it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the process of writing Pink was just like super, super scattered. Um, and that's, I think that's why I liked it so much, the, just the process of it, because I was writing as the inspiration came to me, mm-hmm. and I was just like writing exactly what the experiences were that I was having, which um, I think is such a valuable part of presenting a project to the world yeah. you know it just has to be something that you really lived um but as far as my favorite songs and the, my favorite moments i guess it would be black things mm-hmm. and um black things combustible and persona cool i think are my three favorites yeah um black things obviously just because i feel like i just bore my whole soul i was just like you know what i have not said any of this stuff ever yeah. before and it was the first song that i'd ever like rapped on yeah and i was like wait a minute this is like a secret tool that i can use yes. now and uh, it was just it was super weird to hear my voice like that because yeah. I'm, I'm just so used to hearing you know harmonies and like melodies and just what i would consider just you know r&b music um but to hear like that rap voice come out it gave me so much more confidence yeah and just to play around with vocal delivery and um how that can affect the way the lyrics are interpreted so yeah black things was super special because i was living in la at the time and i was really really frustrated because i felt this tether back to birmingham because my parents were like literally breathing down my throat about a lot of things which mm-hmm. parents do like they do yeah. shout out to my parents right. i love we y'all love them. like you were doing what you were supposed to do get <laughs> on me you were getting on me and it was right but um there would just be certain conversations that we would have sometimes <clears throat> and they weren't like arguments but they were just like yeah. more like contentious conversations about like what is going on in life and it would it just took me back to being a young kid and feeling so unsure of myself and feeling um isolated yeah. and there was a lot of anger that i hadn't addressed there totally and um black things was just my chance to purge it all out mm-hmm. and just i was really able to move on from a lot of the stuff that i kept in the back of my head from writing that song cool. which is not something i'd ever really experienced before yeah like having to address um childhood traumas and like just societal influences in a really real way mm-hmm. as opposed to just like let, let me write a, a, a cute pop song that kind of addresses it a little yes, bit but stays safe but stays safe yeah. you know it was just like no i'm gonna say exactly what i mean so yeah black things was really important for that yeah. um persona sort of played a similar role that's the one that gets stuck in my head a lot yeah that one's that one's boppy yeah um but persona was just literally the story of me leaving nashville going to Los Angeles and flying by the seat of my pants and figuring out um, exactly who I am and what I offer yeah. and what I can achieve. And um, yeah, because sometimes you sort of need to like 
shed a layer totally. of yourself yeah. um just to sort of to evolve it, it's really just an evolution and i didn't even realize that i had more evolving to do i know like super cocky 20 year old like <laughs> i've figured this out I got like it. i know what's going yep. on and then you're broke and living off frozen meals mm-hmm. and ramen noodles and you're like wait a minute yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i still I have a lot of growing to do i don't know nothing yeah <laughs> um but yeah persona i mean the sample at the beginning from um oh my gosh is it really gonna escape me right now <laughs> oh, this iconic queer film Paris is burning. Oh, cool. Yes, the, it, there's a sample from um, Paris is burning at the beginning, and um, Paris is burning is just like a really important moment for um, queer Black people, mm-hmm. um, and it was almost like a coming out party. It came out in like ninety ninety one, and it was about ballroom culture in New York City and um, trans women and gay men just coming together and celebrating what life that they had that that society tried to steal from them essentially. And I felt like that mirrored the experience that I had coming from the South being raised very Christian and then ending up in Los Angeles, just like this liberal oasis of just freedom. And yeah, I would just, literally night and day. Night Hoover to LA. And, day. <laughs> yeah. and I would just like, okay, yeah, Hoover to LA, literally. Right. And I would just like, you know what? This is, this is it. This is what this feels like um, to just shed yourself, like remove all of what you think of who you are, remove that and get to the truth of it all, yeah. you know? And that persona was really important for that reason. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to that song differently now. Well, I'm, I'm glad I could give the context. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. I, I totally get that whole dealing with like childhood stuff like mm-hmm. now, because right. I think I've always been, I'm like, I'm so self-aware and mature and I, right. I know what's happened to me and all this stuff. <laughs> and then you really dig into it and you're like, oh, that stuff mattered. And that stuff is like, it. it's the first encounter with those big things. Yeah. And so once you're in your 20s and like in like the most shaping, confusing time, like that stuff is going to manifest itself the most. Yeah. Because you're so unstructured and like it's so, yeah, you're confronting all those things mm-hmm. kind of all over again, but you kind of discover that you'd been confronting them the whole time. Yes. You know, because it it sort of rear their head in just the strangest ways. Like it always manifests itself in the most unexpected ways. And then you're like, Oh, light bulb. Yep. So this is what actually addressing it feels like. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, This doesn't feel great. (laughs) And I think a big lesson for me is to learn, like that's something I'm going to have to learn every day to do. Like, it's not like you discover what that is. You're like, Oh, that's why I do these things. Okay, cool. Well, I'll fix it. Right. And then we'll move on. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, it's always going to be a part of you, Mm -hmm. but being, you know, conscious of, I guess the undoing is absolutely really important. Mm-hmm. The unlearning. Yeah. yeah. The unlearning every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's totally a process. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, wow. This is such a strange, awful, amazing time. Yeah. <laughs> like the 20s, man. <laughs> Retweet. Just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's in the works now? And like, what are you, oh. what are you, uh, what were you photo shooting for? And lots of things, lots of things in the works right now. Um, Right now we're prepping the single, um, November 22nd. It's called Bird Box. Yes, very, very excited about that one. Um, It's been a long time coming. Uh, Went through a pretty intense breakup this year. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the music is just going to focus around those sorts of emotions. 
Um, but it's definitely not just like a breakup record. A I don't think album. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna, it's not my um twenty one. I was gonna say it's not your Adele. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's not my Adele moment. But it's it's definitely attacking um this isolation, um heartbreak, but also still coming of age because mm-hmm. I still just feel like I'm living in this long 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 coming of age story yep. <laughs> like I just I feel like a teenager it's um, boyhood extended it, it's boyhood yeah it's boyhood which is a fantastic it's film fantastic. Yep. <laughs> love it <laughs> but yeah Bird Box coming um November 22nd dumb and, question but um, any relationship to the movie <laughs> unfortunately no relation right. to the movie are you annoyed that I oh that? no not at all <laughs> not it, at have all. you been asked that yet yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I, I, was, I was afraid of but um i did sort of structure the story of bird box around um the premise that um you have to sort of walk around blind yeah to survive right um i thought that was such a really interesting philosophical premise i was like this is something that can be explored totally because i deal with crippling anxiety and isolation mm-hmm. like i i will stay to myself for too, just far too long yeah. <laughs> far far <laughs> far, far too, too long. long and just will allow myself to get in these little funks and yeah. um won't be able to create and so the song is really just about um destroying the walls you build for yourself cool. like because we all live in boxes of our own making at times yeah. you know um but yeah and most that's of the sort time of, it's our own making it, almost, <laughs> almost all of all it all the time it's yeah. just literally our brains are too powerful for our own good yeah um but yeah the, the record is gonna reflect a lot of the internal turmoil that just goes on inside of a 20 something's head cool. that i feel like a lot of people don't feel comfortable talking about you yeah. know Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a really intriguing title. That'll be clicked on for sure. Thank you. <laughs> They'll be like, Bird Box. <laughs> Who is she? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to know her. <laughs> right. So when is that coming out? Did November 22nd. November 22nd. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, we timed this perfectly. Yes. It's yeah. literally perfect. It's literally perfect. Get that <laughs> promo fake. in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get that promo in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And is your plan to kind of the new thing, just releasing singles and not really worrying about EPs mm-hmm. and albums and all that? There definitely is going to be a full length. I just am not sure if I'm going to call it an album or a mixtape yet. Cool. But in the meantime, I just want to put out singles and yeah. just um, just reacquaint people with what it is that I do. Totally. Because once you take a full year and some change off from releasing any music and doing anything, it's just sort of like, okay, you got to reintroduce yourself. Yes. Because people have forgotten. <laughs> they have no idea. Right. Either. They have no idea. Yeah. So yeah, this is, we're just going to um, roll with the punches, put out these last few songs I wrote and um, just see what happens from there. Cool. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. I just, um, have you heard of the artist Yolklore? I have. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I have. He's kind of like, it's like he incorporates like banjo but then it's also like really pop and like kind of loud and yes yeah Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. it's cool um this publication i write for it's my new good music all day okay um i got to interview him on the phone Mm -hmm. and he was talking about you know he's released a lot of stuff this year and i asked Mm -hmm. if he was leading up to an album he's like he's like not really concerned about that he was like i just want to like always be in people's ears absolutely like, yes that's the right mentality right that's a hustler right there yeah yes. and it was cool because he was like you know he was saying you kind of have to play the game with like you know obviously with spotify and of algorithms course. and staying relevant mm. and all that but i was like it's kind of cool that it seems to kind of marry up with people's like plan already yeah because it's easier to obviously financially and just like time-wise to release singles mm-hmm. and not th- worry about an album and not worry about you know putting out 
an album every two years or whatever. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's kind of exciting time. It really is an exciting time. I think that artists have the most power that they've ever had. Yeah. Um, just to be unabashed in their creativity. Um, I was I was watching um a Beyonce interview the other day, and she was actually talking about like singles versus albums and stuff, and she had a really interesting point, saying that people don't really make bodies of work anymore they don't yeah. want there's not like it's not an event when people release albums in the same way that it was yeah like when ever michael jackson released a new video people would crowd around the television right. you have to see at it at this time you yeah. know it's releasing then yeah mm-hmm. and um granted this interview was like in 2011 so the times have definitely changed i think people are much more willing to present bodies of work but I feel like artists sort of on my level who are just bubbling under mm-hmm. um, and haven't made it to the mainstream. Um, I still think it's important for us to make projects yes. and have full bodies of work that are complete thoughts. I agree. And um, that have consistent themes. I think there's so much power in a quote unquote era. Yes. Like a, a complete aesthetic, a fully realized idea. Yeah. Um, so that's, all, that's always going to be a part of what I do. I think it's really important to yeah. have like, just those different sorts of um, contrasting eras. But I do think it's also smarter to have a bunch of singles out. Right. Just like keep on pushing them out. And then keep, you have 10 mm-hmm. and then you're like, okay, here's the album. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, so here's the entire Here album. Is. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I totally agree with you. And it's mm-hmm. like, it, it's so, it's, it's also so cool to see you're like, Oh, this song and this song, they like really mean the same thing or they mm-hmm. mean, you know, one half of the same idea right mm-hmm. and so and like how can i sequence it and what makes sense and what are these patterns that i can draw and mm-hmm. so yeah i don't think that'll ever go away but it is weird kind of how it's shifted because mm-hmm. you don't want to like only be fan service because that's not being true to yourself exactly but at the same time it's like you want to be heard mm-hmm. so you know if someone's gonna listen to a single more than an a 15 track album exactly you might as well Mm kind of cater to people too we've got short attention spans nowadays man like (laughs) really short attention and like i love music and i do too like you know like i get get on new music friday i like queue up all the stuff that i think is going to be good if Mm -hmm. it's not good within 20 seconds i'm skipping it and that is a great thing Mm -hmm. for like the creative because it sort of pushes you to um make something that's sonically in your face like yes. you've never heard this before right but it's also just sort of like some music is a slow burn exactly you yeah know? i know and so and i sometimes like i'll send somebody a song and be like wait till you get to this part because right. i know you're gonna skip it <laughs> yeah it's not that it's bad but it's like not interesting and then you're mm-hmm. like and then sometimes that delayed gratification is even better so. it really is yeah oh my gosh so there's good to both mm-hmm. for sure actually equation. i'll say I, I go to 30 seconds so they get the stream yeah. you know important right? thank you you know you gotta get that point zero <laughs> yes. zero zero six cents we need it <laughs> we, we need, need it. it i need that in my pocket <laughs> yes uh, uh, uh someone tweeted um a great idea they were like why doesn't spotify say hey you've streamed this song five times do you want to tip the artist a dollar wait a minute and you can say no that is so brilliant right it's, it's like wow like it's kind of the the noise trade model a little bit but mm-hmm. it's like it's you're still paying them a little right. bit and bumping the streams and the algorithm mm-hmm. algorithms and all that stuff but like if i really love an artist hell yeah i'm gonna give them a dollar yeah like i feel like if spotify and maybe cash app or venmo did some sort of partnership ooh, yeah. and you could instead of having like a cash tag it could be like your artist tag and you yes. can like that would be really really cool yeah god okay. i just realized you could totally do like a crowd serving thing just with the Venmo. Totally. <laughs> just be like, 
help like, me make this album. Please. Here's my Venmo. <laughs> If you don't handle. It. Yeah. Every penny counts. Yeah, exactly. Just my mommy like a dollar. Right. <laughs> Honestly, I'm almost at that point, people. Venmo at Houston Kendrick. Yes. <laughs> I'm working on a single. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I have some rapid fire questions. Some fun. This is the Let's go. Let's I'm go. Ready. So you can expand on some answers. But okay. we're going to be quick. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. So a lot of these are repeats. Okay. Um, oh, wait. Let's find them. Here we are. Okay. First celebrity slash character crush. Because I think a character is kind of more fun. It's more specific. Oh, my gosh. That is so hard. I got <laughs> to go back into the files. Yes. All right. <laughs> 90s Houston. Manifest yourself. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think my first ever just general celebrity anything crush probably was jennifer lopez oh yeah i don't remember if it was jennifer lopez or beyonce probably both at the same time Ugh, but yeah yeah mm-hmm. j-lo is 50 i i can't Did you see my hustlers brain. yes oh my god i was just like there's no way that is impossible yeah honestly how dare she i know <laughs> that it's, is it's rude d- raise your hand if you feel personally <laughs> victimized <laughs> by jennifer lopez but being 50 yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> that is insane. insane hustlers was such a good movie i haven't so plugged bad. that on here i'm gonna plug that yes hustlers yes. let's go go see it <laughs> if you could meet someone famous today who would it be and why it's hmm. a really good question um i would have to say alive right yeah so like alive. you'd have to like meet him tomorrow okay yeah if i can meet him tomorrow probably frank frank ocean yeah frank ocean like he's just such a massive inspiration yeah. to me um and i'm really really intrigued by the way he thinks i think that he is one of the most unique thinkers in the game i agree it's just it's in it's insane to me the way he puts words together the way he chooses sounds and his story is just fascinating yeah he's yeah. a fascinating specimen mm-hmm, truly <laughs> if you could have a superpower what would you have I would want to be like Jean Grey, like the Phoenix. Yes. Like just be able to control things with my mind, telekinesis, telepathy. Ooh. Like Eleven, Stranger Things. Yes, yes, very much that. Just without the nosebleeds. Without the nosebleeds. We yeah. don't want those. No. But Who with the that? egos, though. Yes. But Gotta with the have egos. the egos, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, most used emoji. Oh, my God. <sighs> you can oh. check your phone if you want we gonna... to get the accurate. I don't even. I'm worried. I know. I'm checking. Out. I'm worried. <laughs> like what? It's what? like the eggplant. <laughs> right. I'm like. Ooh. Um. It looks like my most used emoji is the little yellow face that's like, like Ooh, pondering, yeah. like, like hmm, hmm, what's that about? That's a good one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Been questioning it's, a lot of things recently. It's so, it's so applicable. I'm just yeah. like, you thought that was a good. Hmm, okay. <laughs> Choices. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, if you could be a part of any TV show cast, who whose cast would you join? Oh my. These are really good. Thank you. I came up with this one yesterday and I was excited about it. Oh, props, girl. <laughs> Snaps. <Stop. laughs> uh, let me think. Cast of any show. I think that I would have to say 
The Walking Dead. Oh, cool. I really think that their cast dynamic is dope and that show is just insane. Right? It'd be so fun to be on that show. So fun. Yeah. Like you just get to have a bunch of fake blood and, and run around like, and like just be yeah. crazy <laughs> exactly. all the time. All the like, time. The way Michonne, like she has that sword and she just be cutting people's heads yes. off. I'm like, yeah, that's my energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be a lot of good adrenaline. Or the real world. Oh, yeah. I love the real world. Amazing. Very different cast. Very different. (laughs) Your favorite season and why? My favorite season. Oh, my gosh. Fall. Right. Fall. That's where that's when I'm at my highest superpowers. Yes. I just feel that crispness in the air. I start smelling um, cider and apple cinnamon. And I'm just like, wow, we're here. We're here. This is what needs to be happening. Yes. I love fall so much that I'm already sad about it being over. Like, even before it starts. Like, it's we like, even get it. I gotta get the pumpkins and the candles. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> All the things. Oh, I, gotta be dr- I gotta drink tea every night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is gonna go away. <laughs> no, but really though, because yeah. fall is getting shorter and shorter every I know, year. It's sad. Like, global warming people, y'all gotta stop. I know. <laughs> y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop. Stop with the straws. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> Give them up. <laughs> give them up stop sake, using gas for the sake of fall <laughs> please oh uh this is one of my favorites something everyone loves that you don't get something. that you're like why does everyone love that hmm. tiktok yeah i don't i don't get it i don't understand the allure no um don't know how to work it no it, it is there a timeline that i scroll i don't know truly i'm just like first of all i'm not this old like i i right. should be able to pick up an app and just like be able to do whatever exactly the fact that i pick up an open tiktok and i i really don't know what to do yeah i'm just like you know i genuinely what? got scared i was like can people see me like i just <laughs> what was is, like what, what is, is this yeah <laughs> yeah so honestly tiktok canceled great answer yeah <laughs> canceled can't we're canceling <laughs> and then last question i was asked what's your love language my love language um quality time and physical touch mm, for nice. sure yeah mm-hmm. quality time's mine yes i love to spend time with people i love and yeah. shower them with compliments exactly. and gifts yes <laughs> love that i know i mine used or i used to think mine was words of affirmation because mm-hmm. as we're songwriters we love words of course but i'm always like no i need actions and i need time yes that's way more important than whatever you say mm-hmm. yeah I, oh my gosh that is so valid right what my i think my favorite love language as far as like receiving love yeah is um acts of service same i think that's for sure my favorite yes mm-hmm. when i come home and my roommate like you know clean my dishes for me or something i'm like oh my gosh it's like wow what that's a blessing so nice. yeah like, thank you for this little nugget of love yes and then it makes mm-hmm. you want to do it for someone else because you're like oh maybe they like receiving love that way yes it just keeps being paid forward and everybody keeps paying it forward then eventually we don't have global warming anymore <laughs> and you're so. gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back it all circle. goes back to global warming <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so our final segment okay. is we plug something okay which i have not thought about mine yeah um I've, so we can take a second and i'll Make sure we're still rolling. Perfect. Let me think about this. Hmm. Oh, oh, I can. I, I think I know. know. Yeah. <laughs> we okay. got it at the same time. You go. Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. I need to watch it. So amazing. Yeah. Like I was fully expecting just to like be watching something so I can play on my phone. Yeah. Just like just chilling. But I was super invested and okay. I've never seen anything structured that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the, the guest judges were fantastic, like Cardi B, Chance the Rapper, and T.I. Like, yeah. You don't really associate those three rappers with each other, but <laughs> no. it worked really well. Yeah. And they chose some fantastic talent. Like, 
really really amazing talent so do they i know it's it's for rap and hip-hop artists Mm -hmm. um but do they like improvise or are they what's kind of the structure there are a couple different sections um the first is there's like the audition phase where they just like go up and have like a freestyle prepared and mm-hmm. the DJ just drops a beat. And then they had the battle rap section where they had to get an opponent and prepare a rap like going Ooh. at them. Yeah. Which was insane. Yeah. Then they had a cypher, which is like, just like a, basically a group of rappers who just go in and um like off the top to spit verses um, oh, together cool. to um, different beats, which all of these things are just really a part of. Um, progressing yourself as a hip-hop artist so it was really cool to watch that like in a challenge format yeah um and then they had to write um an original write and record an original song then they got to do a feature on an r&b record with um like ty dolla sign janaiko and miguel which was so dope yeah and then finally they had um like a full production on stage where they um performed and wrote their own singles and had producers who were major in the game and the performances were just like oh they gutted me yeah it's like real life grammy award oh, uh, grammy awards performances i was like jesus this is the Whoa, new wave this cool. is what we need this yes. is for the culture yes but yeah it's is dope. it the first i wonder if it's the first kind of scene competition on netflix like i think it might be which is interesting it's like yeah. you they just drop it all i guess and mm-hmm. you just watch the whole season what they did was they dropped like three or four episodes every wednesday oh okay cool so like you sort of had to like be invested and keep keep you know keeping up with it yeah um so it wasn't just like binged all the way down yeah but um yeah i thought it was really really cool cool mm-hmm. yeah I, I definitely need to check that out. i've been hearing that from so many people yeah, it's so dope yeah check it out plug yes. plug 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 plug, plug, plug. Mm-hmm. um i will plug hustlers because we just yes, talked about it of course and j-lo being 50 mm-hmm. and the the other actress who was like the main girl who was in crazy rich asians which i didn't see mm-hmm. but i, I thought she was either, amazing actually yeah yes constance 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 Wu. Wu. Mm-hmm. yes yeah, and they just the two of them together was awesome i just wow. thought it was like so well directed mm-hmm. great music it was like because yes. it was kind of throwback stuff because mm-hmm. it was a true story so it was from i guess early 2000s or something mm-hmm. like so. early 2000s like maybe mid late 2000s and yeah early 2010s. yeah mid late yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so yeah definitely see that super fun yes and then oh um sophia bush has a podcast now which Wait. is great no, she doesn't. She does. Okay. Okay. You got to give me the name of it. Oh, that. yeah. I will. It's called Work in Progress. Work in Progress. And it's so cute how much she says curious. She goes, I'm curious to know. <laughs> and now that every is, time she says that, I just smile because I'm like, that's oh. That's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Like, who were you as a child? <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff right yeah. there. <laughs> She's got great guests on. She has um, Karamo from Queer Eye. Oh uh katie couric wow um i know high These profile good ones right okay. she had whitney cummings and that episode was hilarious and like weird and crazy whitney cummings is the funniest lady she's so funny like, come on yeah i love her she talks about sex robots and stuff and you're just like somehow she makes it sound all normal <laughs> and you're just like totally yeah Wait, you don't think sex robots are normal right wait <laughs> wait a second wait a second is that... <laughs> i'm coming out right now right i, I am a sex I, robot i am a sex um, robot myself yes. um so that i mean um that episode is great and they're all great that's awesome yeah i will definitely check her out yeah check it out work mm-hmm. in progress um yeah amazing well cool well thanks so much for coming thank you for having me this yeah. is so much fun so fun yes i'm hoping so you know i'm doing these i've been doing this since the beginning of the year at mm-hmm. this studio mm-hmm. 
But now I finally have like an upstairs space with like a couch and a chair yes. and stuff. So I'm hoping to get equipment and do it at home. Mm-hmm. And then I'm hoping for season three to be like unfinished songs. So people would come in and like play like a brand new song that's like a verse and a chorus. Oh my God. Right. And just that's like talk awesome. through it. You should make cool. it like a video podcast. Too. Yes. Yeah. Do That'd a little so periscoping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So hopefully if I can get like, I need to get like three mics and mm-hmm. start. But now I'm like, I know how to do this. So right, that's so it'll sick. Work. And yeah. I love that you're doing this. This Thanks. is such an important thing for, I feel like our Nashville community to have cool. is like a forum to talk. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, it's been so fun. It's been such a good, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's the one like passion that I have that I don't feel stressed about mm-hmm. and don't feel like, Oh, I need to gain follow. And it's just like, no, I just love doing that's it fun. and I get to know people more mm-hmm. and it's been great. So it's really awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you. I'll have you back on season three. Yeah. So yeah. I'll be back. Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 you never let go, 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 when you're on your own.